Hello and welcome to your Saturday, wherever you are listening to in the world. It's Coach Mark in Manila here from ESLBusinessEnglishExperts.com and of course Initial-Impact.com. If you'd like to change your life, perhaps improve your finances, your fortune, your English proficiency, or perhaps just completely start again, then pop over to Initial-Impact.com and book yourself a 30-minute free consultation with me. I'd love to help work out with you exactly what's holding you back and then help you also figure out the steps you can take right now to fix that. So let me talk to you a little bit before I get into this session about quantum. Quantum physics. Now you might think what on earth has that got to do with English proficiency or success but I'm going to assure you now it has everything to do with it. And if you're curious about learning more about my quantum program then down below in the links you will see a link to click. Get across there and you can get your first part absolutely free. I'm going to be training only a handful of people for the rest of this year to access this secret technique which will blow away your friends, your colleagues and yourself about what you can achieve in your life. So let's go back to the subject of this podcast which are five things that hold people back from being fluent in their English. So let's talk about you. Maybe you're trying to improve your English and you feel that whatever you're doing is just not fluent enough. Now, it depends how long you've been studying English, but even if you've been studying really hard, you might still find you can't speak fluently, okay? Well, in this particular series, we're going to talk about how to fix that and what's holding you back. So the first thing is, how often are you speaking? So people say to me, well, I live in a country that I don't have it surrounding me. Um, my job doesn't require me to speak English all the time, if at all. So if you're a student in China, uh, Japan maybe, Taiwan, these regions, it is difficult. Even Turkey, I have a lot of Turkish students because English is not widely spoken around you. But that doesn't mean that you can't still improve that ability to get fluent. So what we're going to talk about here is that you need to be speaking English every single day, even if you're in a country where English is not around you. So by that, I mean find somebody to pal up with online. If you can't afford lessons, then the next best thing you can do is get yourself an online pal. There are plenty of online sites there. If you just put a quick Google search in, loads of forums where you can exchange your language in your country, so if you're Turkish, with somebody who wants to teach you English and vice versa. That's a great way for you both to, you know, have something in common. But even if that's not possible, perhaps you're a little bit shy about making friends, then practice out loud and record yourself. Now, I know many people say, Mark, I don't want to listen to my own voice. I'm really shy. And my answer is get over it. Because if you are going to be able to do this and want to sound more fluent, you have to absolutely hear how you're sounding when you listen to yourself back. And you can't do that even when you're speaking with a friend, um, unless they're happy for you to record the conversation, then the chances are you're not very aware of how you're sounding. Maybe there are words you're repeating or areas you're getting stuck on. When you record yourself either as an audio, not necessarily video, or just a video on your cell phone and watch yourself back, you can critique yourself in a very positive way, not negative, but positive way. And finally hear and see yourself as other people are experiencing you in real time. And what that's gonna allow you to do is actively coach yourself. 
So what I recommend for that technique is to, like I say, find something that you want to maybe watch or study. And then once you've watched and studied it for maybe five, ten minutes, spend the remaining ten minutes to actually speak out loud and record yourself. Discuss what you saw. Try to describe everything you saw in a documentary or something that you've read. Okay, something particularly interesting to you. We want to make this exciting and fun. And once you have done that and you've recorded yourself, prepare yourself, get ready and watch yourself back with a pen and paper or if you prefer to use a tablet or some sort of electrical device these days to write down your notes, then do so. And what I'd like you to do is listen to yourself with an open mind and watch what you're saying. Think, is that what I wanted to say? Or, oh my goodness, I overuse that word time and time again. We all have favorite words, even myself. Um, many students use and overuse the word, I think this, I think that, or I need to get this, and then I got a report, and then my boss got mad. Well, these are overused basic words. So instead of I think, if you're finding yourself saying that, what else could you say? I believe. From my point of view, in my opinion, frankly speaking, okay, honestly speaking, strictly speaking, write down the list of all the other ways that you can say I think if you hear yourself overusing it. If you're a person who uses got or get too much, so you know, I got a lot on today, right? Well, I have a lot on today is actually accurate, okay? And then you might say, I need to go to the shops to get some milk. That's fine because we do get milk. Okay, but what about then I'm going to university because I'm going to get a degree? Mm -mm, not so good. Get a degree? I'd say achieve a, a degree. Okay, obtain a degree. Acquire a degree. So there are many lovely other words you can use. Obtain, acquire, right? These are the things. Retrieve. Now, to get something, if you retrieve, it's slightly different. It means you are going after something and then bringing it back to you. So these words can be used interchangeably for get and got, but this is the caveat. You do need to know that some of them are context specific, so they won't always work for every single situation. If you're confused about that, then have a chat with me. I'd be delighted to help you understand that. And you can book yourself a free 30 minute consultation at initial-impact.com to do that. All right. So take advantage of that opportunity. Now, the second thing is when you hear these words that you are overusing, you need to switch them for those words you've made the list of and force yourself to use them. So what I'd like you to do is next time you speak out loud to yourself or with an online tutor, then and then I would really like you to put them into the conversation and just play with them. Every time you want to go, I think, think, uh -uh, it's banned and go, I believe, I feel, I know, I'm certain. Okay, so that's one tip that I highly recommend that you do to help improve that fluency and also that variety. But you absolutely need to be speaking day in, day out, 10 minutes a day, set yourself a challenge, set the timer, okay, and do it. And then once you've done 10 minutes, stop. I don't want you to overdo it. Students who say they do three hours a day, too much. Absolute, it's craziness, okay? You're just gonna put yourself off English for 10 minutes a day, absolutely fine by me, and you will feel good because you're making little small steps towards a bigger progress. 
Now, the next thing is, as we've said, is to get on out there, to actually practice it. So I don't care how you do that. Maybe you'd like to set up your own podcast. I'd highly recommend it. And if you love podcasts, then use Anchor as a great piece of software. That's what I'm using. It's totally free and you can reach the world, right? Okay. And you don't have to say your real name, you know, and you can just try it and reach an audience, perhaps do a podcast about how difficult or challenging it is to learn English or how easy it is. Share your techniques and tips. And you know, if you want to come on my podcast, feel free. Drop me a message. You can message me down below. Leave me a message, all right? And if if you give me your details, I'd be interested in perhaps featuring you on one of my podcasts. Let's chat about how you are using your English. And I'd invite anybody who wants to appear on this podcast to get in touch with me. Okay, if you are somebody who's sincere and genuine and we want to talk about English and perhaps success and career skills and anything else that I cover in my podcast about successful living, then do get in touch. And I think that might be a fantastic idea. I believe (laughs) that that could be a great idea. All right. So that's the first thing I would say. You absolutely need to be getting out there and talking and holding the conversations. Nothing else you can do is as important as this. Now, reading English will take you so far. Practicing listening will improve your listening, but speaking, nothing is going to help you except speaking, speaking, speaking. It's a practical skill. It's not academic. It is not something you can just sit and read from a book. You have to be doing it, all right? It's like playing a sport or musical instrument. You absolutely need to be doing it regularly to make any progress and as frequently as possible. So, It's up to you, but as I say, 10 minutes every single day, start at that, then work up. Okay. You can also join a lot of online groups like Speaking, Toastmasters, uh, Meetup groups, if you go to Meetup, um, Eventbrite, loads of people organizing groups, both online and in person. There is really no reason or excuse not to join in the fun. Um, I also have a group session online, which makes my coaching slightly more reasonable for those of you who can't afford my higher price coaching. And um, group sessions are only maximum of three students. And if you would like to check that out, then you can follow the links down below and book yourself a space on our next intake when that's happening later on this year. Um, now, what else can we talk about? So, look, we can talk about how how shy people are, right? People say, oh, I can't. I'm going to, if I try and speak to anybody, I'm just going to fail. Well, you've got to get used to that pressure, right? This is the reason why your fluency is not increasing. Many people only say they will go out there and will practice the English once they sound perfect. Well, That's like a child saying that they would start to walk when they know that they can stand up perfectly and never fall over. It's not going to happen, okay, people? And if we'd have all behaved like that, then we'd all be sat crawling around on the floor even now. So we have to be prepared to get up and fall down in our English. We have to be prepared to get up and fall down in starting our businesses. We have to be prepared to get up and fall down when we're being a parent. All of these things we learn by our mistakes. This is the world that we live in. So get used to that pressure. Get used to it not being perfect. Get used to it being a bit messy and sometimes your grammar will be all over. Even native speakers, you know, sometimes in my podcast, I'm not grammatically correct. It happens. Get over it. This is the point that many students, the biggest one I think I'd point out is you all expect yourselves to sound perfect, but not even a native speaker sounds perfect. So you guys and girls are comparing yourself to a reality that does not exist. 
okay? So first and foremost, get used to that and the fact it will get messy and it will sound a little bit, hmm, I don't know, strange shall we say at times, you might say non-native things if you're directly translating out, but it's okay. The main thing is you are getting yourself out there into those situations. And from your point of view, it is hard to speak a foreign language, but not as hard as if you don't try at all. So I always congratulate and applaud all of you who are trying your very, very hardest, okay? Now, you can't always live in a foreign country and live inside that culture, okay? It just won't happen. But for many of you, that is a divine opportunity. If you do get a chance to go and immerse yourself, perhaps go live in the UK or Australia or Canada or America, where you can be surrounded by it, go for it. Grab the opportunity. But here's the thing. You've got to get out there. I had students um, who are who have immigrated to these countries but are still associating just with their own fellow expats from Japan or China. They are not practicing their English, so really it's pointless. You might as well have just stayed at home and uh, and participated in your work or whatever, your study online in that country. So get out there, try to join groups, that's the other thing. So the third thing is this, to go and actually join groups, join interest groups. It doesn't have to be a speaking English group, just something that from your perspective is fun and interesting. As long as it's being taught in English, you will find that your English does improve. And hey, perhaps do something practical where it's not academic. So maybe a cookery class, a baking class, a haircutting class, an art class, something where it's not just listening to the words that will help you partake in the class. So, you know, look, if you don't understand all the vocab, it can be difficult if you've gone to learn about mathematics or something that's not really a visual thing. But if you can see someone physically, actively making something like pottery or designing some clothes or jewellery, then even if you don't understand all the vocab, you can see what they're doing. All right. And the teacher will understand if you explain, you know, English is your second language or a foreign language. You don't have to even do these in person. There's lots of online classes available, Airbnb experiences and loads of other platforms where you can try these sort of virtual experiences to cook or bake or create art with others, even music. Okay, Music is another one that we can do as well. And that's another business that I operate. But that's another conversation. So what we're talking about here is motivation, right? And you have to accept it will feel difficult and uncomfortable and intimidating a lot of the time, right? But that's not a reason to stop and congratulate yourself every time you go out there and achieve that and either speak to somebody or do a podcast online or a blog or something in English. Congratulate yourself for doing it. Okay, that's really, really important, right? Um, from your perspective, it is challenging, but not impossible to improve that fluency. I just want to keep repeating that to you to encourage you, okay? It will feel scary at times, but the more you do it, the faster you will see your fluency increase. And the other one is speed reading, all right? Now, um, we said about reading only taking you so far, but here's the thing. You can actually speed read, and it can be anything from a textbook, a newspaper, a blog, something which, from your point of view, um, is at a level which you can cope with. Don't pick something way above your current English level. That's not a great idea. Sit down with a timer and read the text out loud and time yourself, right? And then do it again, read it again, but try to beat your previous time. And if you keep going like this, see how fast you can read that text 
right? Now, you might think, well, Mark, I don't want to improve my reading. It's my speaking. Are you crazy? But I'm like, no, it's okay. Because remember, the fluency is physical. Your mouth, the mechanics of your mouth also need to produce English sounds. So in order to do that, they need to be pronounced fast and smoothly. And speed reading like that is a good way to practice this side. Okay, so it's really useful because you can do it almost anywhere and everywhere you can. Do as little as much as you like. Okay, like I say, anywhere from five minutes right up to half an hour, 40 minutes maximum, because that's the maximum our brains can really do at one time before needing to break and do something else. Okay, the other one is number five, using songs. Okay, so. Using songs, find a song in English and choose something you really like, please. <laughs> and then find those lyrics online. If you don't know where to look, you just can Google it, right? That's easy. Now find and play the song and read the lyrics and sing, all right? Really enjoy it. Just like with speed reading, what we're doing here, it's a good technique to practice that physical side of fluency. Because when you're singing, you have to go at the speed of the song, unless you doing some strange rendition for your vlog or podcast, which again, maybe you could do, do a vlog about singing in English. You could find yourself with a fantastic audience of followers online. So when you sing a song, all right, start with a slower song, choose faster ones later, just work up to something that's possible, but it must be challenging, all right? So you can sing the song, but difficult, you know, to go fast enough. This will really help you with that physical fluency. It's all about the mechanical aspect of it here, all right? And one song a day, if you do that, you will feel a difference quite quickly. I promise you, right? It really, really helps. So think about it. That is really important. But let's just add another last part on here. What about the mental side of fluency? So it's really important, okay, to learn the language in chunks. So think about it. How do you learn your vocabulary, right? Many times when students come to me and talk about vocab, I'm seeing people writing it down, the English word, then translating in their own language, and then they try to memorize it. Oh my goodness, you know? It's just, you, you think to yourself, well, it's crazy, right? It's just brain draining. But think about it. If you learn a language like this, you're making your brain do things in a very unnatural and complicated way. Right, because first of all, you're learning each word individually. Right, but when you speak in a language, you don't use individual words. You need phrases and sentences, you know, phrasal verbs and idioms and things like that. So again, I highly recommend throwing in idioms to your learning and then practice using them. Don't just learn them. You've got to make a habit of using them in your sentences, all right? So maybe when you're doing your five, 10 minutes or whatever practice a day here, Try to talk about the documentary you just watched and throw in a few idioms. Challenge yourself and see and listen to yourself back and see how it works, okay? And when you think about it, when you're learning English through your own language, you're not learning to speak English. What you're trying to do is you're learning to translate your language into English, right? Okay, and sometimes it doesn't work. It doesn't sound very native. So if that sounds familiar, then you know what I'm talking about. You've got a sentence in your head in your own language, and then what you're doing is you're moving through the sentence and translating each word into English. Now, if you don't know the translation of a word, you get stuck, right? Because you're like, oh, can't complete the sentence. And then you feel bad about yourself. You might stop, you know, speaking. And that's a habit you need to break if you want to speak fluently. 
okay? Because the main thing here is this way of thinking and speaking is too slow, right? It will always be too slow because you're trying to do so many processes at once. It's like on your computer having, I don't know how many windows open and processes like I've got, right? And then wondering why you're not making much progress and it's all just hanging and, and not processing and says, you know, wait for the page to react kind of thing. So from your perspective, when you try to do that, it's too difficult for anybody, right? You're trying to think and remember things in two languages. So what can you do? So like I said before, you need phrases and sentences when you speak. So learn your language in phrases and sentences, okay? So again, one of the exercises you might want to do is pick an example, imaginary sentence that someone might be asking you. Like, where are you going for your holiday, right? Okay. So you might then have three answers. Um, for example, um, I'm staying at home, I'm just gonna have a staycation, for example, okay? Um, or you might say, well, I would like to go to the United Kingdom, followed by Canada and a road trip to Australia. That would be amazing, right? <laughs> um, or you may just say, well, I don't think I can afford a holiday this year, sadly. I believe I will be working, right? Now, make your own sentences out of those. So if you listen back to this podcast, you can then write those down and then try to make your own. So, okay, I'm going to something. I'm thinking of traveling wherever. I might go to blah, right? Okay, try to make two or three sentences for each one so that you use different endings. So if someone asks you this question, right, where are you going on holiday? Right? If you remember the language in big pieces, you only have to remember two things. I'm going to, and whatever it is, I'm, I'm going to Australia, okay? Um, or I, I feel I might like to be in Australia, okay? So you want to be thinking in chunks, like I'm going to, I believe I will, I may possibly try, and then just add whatever it is at the end. That's going to be faster. And on the other hand, if you make a sentence in your head, in your own language, okay, and then translate this word into English, it's so much more complicated. Because if you think about that, you don't just have to remember two things, you have to remember many, many things, each individual word. So I'm going to, in order to do this, I may attend blah, all right? Try to put those set parts down and then just make new endings up. Okay, so I went for a walk yesterday. Okay, so keep the basic sentence form, but change part of it. So I something yesterday. So maybe I took an exam yesterday. I watched a movie yesterday. Yeah? I baked some bread yesterday. So try to mess around with that one sentence, but then change the part of it in the middle. And if you learn like this, it will be much easier to respond fluently because you're not thinking in your own language and translating it, you're just remembering the whole phrases and sentences that you need, all right? So I hope this giving you my top five tips, okay, as to how you can improve this fluency in English. And remember, remember this, most than anything else, 10 minutes a day, fluently speaking, even if you find it a challenge to yourself, if nobody else is there to listen or practice with, then do it. Okay, and listen to yourself back 
Make a note of the overly used phrases as you go as well. Try to change them. Think of all the others you could replace. I think I get, I want, weird, okay. And you will see in next to no time, little by little, you will be improving. Also, try the songs. The songs and the speed reading, it's a bit of fun. Play with English, have lots of fun. And if anything I've said here is either not clear or you'd like to actually try it in person with me in a 30-minute free session, then jump down to initial-impact.com. I will be happy to see you there. And of course, if you want to find out more about quantum attraction and more of assumption, how to create the life you want, not just with your English, but maybe you're launching a business, Perhaps you want to immigrate overseas, maybe you want to improve your wealth, then again, drop down there, pick up the free first part, no obligation whatsoever, and I will be delighted to share that with you. As I say, I'm only helping a handful of people for the rest of the year with this, and we've seen some very interesting results so far. And final word, if you want to take part in a group, perhaps you'd like to join with like-minded others, Enroll for that next group intake with me soon as well. It's going to make it possible for you to access my high-level coaching if perhaps you can't afford the full fee to share the price with the rest of the group and actually get a really nice experience. Take care. You've been great. I'll see you soon.